Welcome to We Are Experts, the show where we are experts. My name is Eric McAdams. I am joined by Tom Lockney and Liam Sr. this time, and we're going to tell you all about something we know nothing about. That's Liam Sr. parentheses talent today. I'm still in hair and makeup from earlier. Uh, this is not a bit. <laughs> this is not me being a diva or a Liam Sr. Is... has become a game show contestant in the, the time, time since we last heard him. For the third time. <laughs> that is definitely the the phrase that comes to mind when I think of game show contestants is talented. <laughs> actually, you know what? No, actually it is. I'm thinking about an American Ninja Warrior, and I saw a guy who had food poisoning who was clearly holding what? in some big shit make it through the course. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, I feel, I think, I think there are game show contestants and then there are, you know, game show contestants. That's true. Yeah, there's a, there's a wide berth between Ken Jennings and, oh, what's his name? Of course you don't remember because he didn't win to Ken Jennings. I'm just saying that there's a, there is more like there's a wide berth between the contestants of American Ninja Warrior and the contestants of that show where like a, a wall comes at you and you have to get into a shape or it knocks you into a pool. It's called Hole in the Wall. Yeah, but I'd like it, to say that on this show, you have to do fucking improv for two hours, which is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Most of that work will be cut out. This is sort of the Nailed It. I don't know if you guys watch Nailed It with Nicole Byer, where people who aren't very good at baking bake. This is like that, where people who aren't very good at improv, improv. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm not, resent sorry, that. I should not. I should not resent you that, like that heavily. Way. You're trained. It's, you need to, you need to refine what you said there, Tom, because actually it's people who aren't good at anything. That's what yes. this is. Yeah, that's fair. Improv's the one thing that I can kind of do. <laughs> Liam, Liam is the talent. Eric and I are the talent less. Yeah, and talent is a noun, not hey, an hey. You know who are talented. Segway. Who? Who? The people who perform in Cirque du Soleil. Segway. They sure are. They really are. (laughs) Have you guys ever been to Cirque du Soleil? No. Yep. Yeah, I have. Really? I've I've been to one. I've been to like three or four. Oh, wow. Resident resident expert. Not just good at improvisation, this guy. Oh, they were all before I was 12, so those (laughs) memories are long gone into the ether. (laughs) Essentially what it was was somebody gave me two-hour Molly four times when I was, before I was 12. That's basically the same thing. I feel like when you're, you know, 10 years old, that's the same effect on your brain. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, well, I did a whole bunch of Molly when I was a kid. Just grew up on the stuff. <laughs> uh, you were weaned on it. I didn't drink milk. I just drank Molly, and that's why my bones are so brittle. Yeah. Just drank Molly. People, people talk about how it fucks up your brains, but they never talk about how it just destroys your bones. No, no, it makes them strong. I did know somebody in college who I was like, I, I went over to their room one time and they were drinking something out of a cup and I was like, oh, coffee, right? And they were like, no, I like melted down some Molly last night and put it in water and there's still some left. You went to like, college oh, in okay? a crazy place. I still can't believe it exists. Uh, this is a real Lucy Goosey episode. Let's make sure we're on track a little bit. Did we talk about what we do? Because we started doing it. I just want to make well, sure we... Yeah, we, we yeah, talked about I did the intro. we know nothing Okay, about. cool, cool, cool. Uh, cause we are definitely in the speculation phase. So. Yeah, and I do, I do feel like we do, we grasp the basic idea of Cirque du Soleil. It's a circus. There's some acrobats. Mm-hmm. I it's think not... the other, the other thing that I know that I think is really important is that it is French and possibly French Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> possibly exactly. French African. 
exactly to Tom. Ha ha ha, indeed. Oui, oui. So I think, I'm I too think... tired to do an accent, but just know that if I was more awake, whoo boy. I just want to be what clear. Is... We, we basically understand what happens at a performance of Cirque du Soleil. I feel like what we more want to focus on is its history. Yes. How it came to be. What does Soleil mean? Sun, right? It's got to be a Circus of the Sun or something, or Dance yeah. of the Sun, yeah, or Event of, of the Sun. sun. Here's, okay, here's what I know about Cirque du Soleil off the, top, off the top of the dome. It is not a traditional circus. It is more about strange costumes and acrobatics. There's like a bajillion shows, and there, yeah. uh, and it is like a thing in Vegas. If you don't have a Cirque du Soleil show at your casino, like you're not even a real casino. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I just had a fully formed origin story pop into my head. Okay, that oh, good. The work's you done know, for us. You know who had a run in with the sun and would probably have had a real fixation on it and would like Icarus. to fly really high? Icarus. Yeah. Yeah, he made a circus about flying through the air to finally get revenge on his father. (laughs) Was Icarus French? We've only heard the story. History is written not only by the victors, but the living. And And Icarus' dad, can't fucking remember his name, is the the one who lived. And he's like, my shit stupid son flew too close (laughs) to that big yellow orb, and he died, and I lived, and I have to live with the guilt. So I'm going to massage the details of the story a little bit, make me look pretty good. Icarus, no. Icarus, no, you mm-hmm. can't. When in actuality, I was like, that sun's so bright. No, no, no. When, ac- when in actuality, I was the one who invented the wings. That's real. That's part of the myth. Mm, that's true, yeah. Shifting the blame. Mm-hmm. Also, his name was Daedalus, maybe Daedalus. He was an inventor. Oh, thank you. Daedalus, I think. Daedalus, whatever. Yeah. That's how, it, that's how it's spelled. I can't speak to the pronunciation of ancient Greek. I'm just going to throw another uh, uh, pronunciation in there just to get one more in the mix. Daedalus. Thanks. I think Tom's You're right. You're welcome. Really rounded right. out the candidates there. So how does a story about a bunch of Latin dum-dums with wax for wings uh, turn into a French mainstay? Well, before we before we go all Time Walker on this. No, we can't. <laughs> No, As the I'm, person who coined I'm gonna, the I'm term, gonna head, I'm gonna head that off at the pass. Yeah, <laughs> it's no more time walker. Icarus, time Icarus is not a time walker. That's not what happened. What actually happened was uh, the whole uh, Daedalus and Icarus thing happened like 50 years ago, and it only became a myth after very recent circulation depicted it as such. Yeah, it's propaganda. Yeah, the wings by the Cirque du Soleil people. The wings weren't wings. The wings were like, you know those old-timey videos where, like, Buster Keaton wears a hovercraft and has to put his ass out in the sand? It okay, that. hold on. I need to stop you. What the fuck are you talking about? As I feel like I'm doing this on every episode now. What the fuck was that? Buster Keaton never... wears a hover... You yes. said, you That's said the... out loud to two other humans... Buster Keaton, you know that thing where Buster Keaton wears a hovercraft? You sound like a lunatic. Maybe it wasn't Buster, but I'm just, I just am so used to seeing him do like really dangerous stunts. In he black did, and he white did that do I that. That is him. true. That is accurate. There's, yeah, didn't you Jackie ever Chan see, like, did something ooh, with a hovercraft? Like, but what oh, does oh, wear oh. a hovercraft? What Eric? Yeah, Eric. it is true. It is true. There is a problem here. I don't think anyone's ever worn a hovercraft. Thank a you. Hover, sorry, a hover like backpack, a hover jet backpack. You know how like when you were young and you were watching the History Channel, and <laughs> the then you got here. done with like. Or sorry, the Animal Planet or whatever, and you and you were watching um, 
and and it was like, ooh, it turns out the top, t- the number one most deadliest animal is the common house cat or whatever. And you were like, fuck <laughs> off, Animal Planet. And I don't, like, but it's only one, because I didn't grow up with basic cable. And then the next uh, show would be like, wow, look at these wacky inventions. And it, and it would be like an on old black animal and white planet. like hover jet thing that you strapped to your back. And it would just set a man on fire. And he'd just sit down on the in the sand with his butt. I mean, I've seen that video of the guy with the water jetpack who gets real confident on a live TV interview and then just plummets straight into the water. I think that the Shaquille O'Neal effect, no, the Nelson Mandela effect is real um, because... Pretty sure it's just called the Mandela effect, but go on. <laughs> but it okay, was about like, Shaquille I O'Neal. Have to, like, I have to, what, it, oh, I think that I think that that is real and happened to me because clearly at some point in my childhood, I stepped through a doorway. No, 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 no. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. I don't think it happened on Animal Planet, the television show largely about animals and not inventions. Yeah. But I do believe that you watched a TV show on basic cable as a kid about wacky inventions and that a jetpack may or may not have been featured on it. Is that enough? Here's, I think so. Here's what I am now, I'm literally reeling over. You forgot what the Mandela effect was called. You called it the Shaquille O'Neal effect. <laughs> Course corrected and called yeah, it that's... the Nelson Mandela well, effect. The Shaquille O'Neal effect is a very different effect. <laughs> That's not yeah, being able to stick those make trees. a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, joke. Sports joke. And I didn't uh, make it. It's the uh, only joke I know, and it's because I've seen Steel. Hey, guys, I gotta be real. The last the, the last three minutes, I haven't been able to fully comprehend the world around me because of things that Thomas said. So where are we at with Cirque du Soleil? All right, so Icarus uh, fell from the sky only like yeah. fifty or so years ago. Right, and ever since one of these then, old timey hover jets. Yeah, sure. And, and he's hanging out with the Wright brothers, having a grand old time. <laughs> and birds, which aren't real. And birds, they're not. Um, they're fake. Look it up. Uh, so, so Icarus, after plummeting straight to the ground with no help from his papa set out to create something to, to I guess, assuage his ego? To make him feel better about flying and or not flying? But it turns Fuck, out the it. only thing he invented was just, like, intricate rope swinging. Yeah, yeah. Just, like, just like a method to do two flips in the air instead of one. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, look at how high my piece of shit son can go using jet technology. I'll do it better with rope. <laughs> that's, the, that's the father, Daedalus, not Icarus. <sighs> Sorry, <laughs> but I appreciate the sentiment. What I said, but reverse the uh, reverse yeah, I got the familiar. Yeah, we can't we yeah. can't add too many characters to the narrative, or Tom gets confused. <laughs> I watched an episode of Game of Thrones with them once, and oh man, we had to pause it. Yeah, every a father two and a son. Get out of here! But only three fish were caught. So, uh, I, yeah, I guess so. I think Icarus, you know, starts this this circus to make himself feel better about not being able to fly without catching on fire. So we've got we've got him. He's been he's been busily creating Las Vegas's number one circus attraction. What's his dad been doing? Scoring constantly. He is a jetpack. <laughs> like fucking it's 19 it's 1950, right? It's also that story paints him in a pretty favorable light. Yeah, it's 1950. I'm flying around the city. Oh, what's that? Your your man lives on the south side. I'll bump on north. Like I'll just fly over instead. I'll <laughs> be him there. 
What's that? A group of young of attractive young people on the coast of picturesque Greece? Well, I'll just swoop down and wow them all. Oh, baby, it's Greece, and we're it's I like Daedalus. I still go by the old ways where I'm just wearing a toga constantly, fucking. Mm-hmm. Easier access. Yeah. Doesn't look good with a jetpack, though. No. It's a real Marilyn Monroe situation. Yeah, you're just showing your kibbles and bits to everyone who wants. Oh, but it's so, but it's so sexy when Daedalus like has to push down the toga, and he's like real cute about it. Why did get? Yeah. Why did Cirque du Soleil get so popular in Vegas? Well, okay, so I can come in with my knowledge of Cirque du Soleil now because I've been to one Cirque du Soleil show in my life, um, and I remember only a few things about it. One was that its name was Verakai. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> And it was partially named that because it was clearly kind of the edgier, uh, more attitudinal uh, Cirque du Soleil show because its main theme seemed to be fire. Mm. There was one that was, the main theme was like sex and there was like nudity in it. Wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the one you went to, Liam? No, it was the one I was not allowed to go to, but later my parents course corrected when they took so, me okay, to Moulin like... Rouge at well, 14. <laughs> and it was two and a half hours of topless women. And they were like, we made a mistake. And I was like, this is the opposite of a mistake. Uh, I feel like we've jerked around long enough. <laughs> I wow. feel like we did a pretty good job. Hey, listeners, do you ever watch a movie for your favorite actor, but then you discover that it wasn't worth your time? Well, my time is worth nothing. I'm Lenny Burnham. I'm the host of The Filmographers, the podcast where I'll watch an actor's full filmography and tell you what stuff is worth watching and what stuff you shouldn't bother with. There's lots of episodes already available, a lot more coming soon. They're wherever you get your podcasts, so check out The Filmographers right here on Major Cast Network. They sure are Canadian. Founded in 1984. Wow, that's actually that's really recent. That's more recent than I was expecting. I was I was figuring this would be like an ice capades thing where it goes way back. Mm, I mean, it is still thirty five years. That's fair. Uh, I was founded by two former street performers, headquartered in Montreal. Uh, it was it was like it went under the direction of another guy in around nineteen ninety, and then it was bought back to one of the original street performers. Uh, it went through rapid growth in the nineteen nineties, and eventually became. The multi million, the multi hundred million dollar juggernaut that it wow, is. Wow, really? It is worth eight hundred and fifty million Canadian dollars. How much are tickets? Do, do we know? I'm sure it varies by the show, you know, and by location. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, they have a discography. Like you can look up uh, music that they've done. Uh, they've done all kinds of events. They've they like they they choreographed the live. Uh, television broadcast of the Wiz for Universal. Um, they've done stuff like the Oscars, all kinds of stuff. Uh, I a ticket to a Cirque du Soleil show. Uh, the top ones, like the most popular, will run you about like a hundred and fifty, hundred and sixty dollars for a ticket. Um, mm-hmm. although there are uh, like in Shanghai, there's one that's only like sixty bucks. So like that's like a triple A video game. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty common for, like, kind of prestige theater type stuff. All right, do you guys want to hear about some of the shows? Or, uh, Tom, what was your... What did no, you, you, do, you, do, you do shows. Oh, also, four people have died uh, performing. 
Yikes. in in the many many different ones one in 2009 in uh you from ukraine died in montreal a uh, french person died in 2013 a person from california died in 2016 a 2018 uh, a french person died in 2018 you know fairly from 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 injuries that you would expect being an acrobat i feel like um actually you know what liam i am gonna i'm gonna jump i'm gonna jump on you so i'm looking at disciplines here Action sports athletes, singers, uh, they do. They have various musicians, drummers, percussionists, keyboardists, etc. They have clowns, they have physical actors, and here are some of the athletes that they have. Acrobatic gymnastics, diving, rhythmic gymnastics, trampoline, tumbling, um, cheerleading, and skipping. I think I could do skipping. <laughs> you say that, and then you try professional skipping, and you're... Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I've never, I feel like I've never seen a video of professional skipping, but I bet it's not something I could do yeah what i was a kid every i would skip around a lot and all my bullies were like you're gay and it was like well they were so yeah I, yep so uh, also close. also uh i'm gonna i'm gonna apply <laughs> to yeah. Surface yeah. LA. <laughs> so that happen? i'll say no <laughs> okay your cv should tell us about where you learned and honed your skills e.g the schools you attended oh that's great um the school of hard Dan, knocks baby in hawaii uh skipping an autodidact who learned your skills on your own please tell us about it the discipline you excel in the levels of achievement you've attained um i could double dutch pretty okay uh, experience on stage and competition and at sponsored showcases. I've competed before. In uh, in gymnastics? In wrestling, right? In, I, in competitions. <laughs> okay, hold on. Specifics, what, of, what, of what nature? Um, you can at, tell us. You know, track and field. This is just for you two. Don't tell anybody. I've we competed in track and field. I've competed in wrestling. Uh, for a couple of scholarships sometimes. Okay, that's um, legit. I think that's that's something you could definitely put on there. Yeah, they asked for a photo and a video. Yeah, I could be like, yeah, I'm like the, I'm like the, I'm the, I'm the, I'm the sexy, uh, I, I leap from bound to bound on the ropes or whatever playing guitar or something like that. Liam, did you want to? Turns out. I have to, I have to draft up my CV, so you take the reins. <laughs> Turns out there's a lot of shows. The one I was thinking of, the sex one. It's called Zoomanity, and is a cabaret that explores the sens- sensual side of Cirque, I guess. Is there uh, another side of circus stuff? I feel like it's all pretty sense-based. Right? <laughs> the Beatles have had a Cirque show based off of their music. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. Elvis has had a show based off of his music. Don't remember that one. <laughs> Michael Jackson has had two search shows based off of his music not surprised by that one chris angel has two circle shows so okay. i saw that in the wikipedia yeah and then... the mind freak mind freak spelled f-r-i-q-u-e <laughs> uh there's one they're working on called messy 10 about the life of michael messy <laughs> are you shitting me <laughs> don't know what else to tell you <laughs> Ugh, the messiest boy of all. Cristiano Ronaldo appears as, like, a sexy rival. (laughs) And my favorite is, of course, Turok the First Flight, which is a Cirque du Soleil production. Based off of the video game Turok? Inspired by James Cameron's the film Avatar and is set 3,000 years before (laughs) the film. 
You are fucking kidding me. It is called the First Flight, inspired by James Cameron's Avatar. That's the official title. What do you? <laughs> what you do you think that's no. like to be literally like like one of the greatest athletic performance troops alive? Like you can do anything. And then someday, one day, somebody's <laughs> like, yeah, James in. Cameron's launching a multimedia property. There are going to be seven of these fucking things. <laughs> You're part of it now. You are part of the Avatar Extended Universe. Here's your Mr. blue kangaroo costume. It's Mr. Cameron signed a check. fly on the flyy things. I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, even go. so. I love go. I love this like there's a video game with the exact same name and it's like you guessed it it's about James Cameron's box office smash Avatar. Oh my lord. Wow. Well, this is I'm sorry everybody. This is the last episode of the podcast. I've been accepted into Cirque du Soleil for my extraordinary skipping abilities. Yeah, we support you in this endeavor, Tom. I just have a very rhythmic trot. Um <laughs> Uh, th- th- thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> Does anybody want to pick a topic for next time? I picked this one, so. Uh, Tom, can you pick a topic? I'm ordering ozone. Absolutely. <laughs> next time on We Are Experts, we're talking about Digimon, baby. Hell yeah. That's perfect. Hell yeah. Liam. Digimon, digital monsters, Digimon are the champions. <laughs> That's the only thing What's I that? know. Yeah. What was that? that's, that's the only thing any of us know, Tom. What was... Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Nope. I know a lot about Digimon. Do you <laughs> actually? I had a book about all, a Digimon. I, I can I can probably remember, like, the main kids' Digimons and all of their digi-evolutions. All right. Well, you're going to be the expert for this one. Maybe yeah. after this, we can finally do a thing on Sonic characters. Um, Liam, can you please say our show's title like you are Daedalus, a hot ancient Greek inventor, and you have swooped <laughs> down on a beach party and you are ready to fuck. Hoppa, we are <laughs> Thank you, Liam. Ah, Thank you, listeners, for listening. Arrivederci. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.